welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by, powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I'm so thrilled that we get to connect with you each and every week. We've got so many amazing things going on on the show. And um, for those of you that have not signed up for our newsletter, please go ahead and do that. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Thriving is what this show has been about from day one. When we started on this journey, we thought, you know, what would the show be like? You know, who am I? What am I like? What is the message that people want to hear in talk radio? Well, what I've discovered is it's a very different message than what people are traditionally hear. This is a message of hope and action. This is a message to help each and every one of us uh, listen to a fresh and new kind of talk radio, conversations that are changing the world one listener at a time. And I'm your host, Dr. Pat Basile. If you want to find out more about us, go to our website, www.thedrpatshow.com and if you sign up for the newsletter you'll get to hear what's going on each week on the Dr. Pat Show. Um, today's show is for me a conversation that is so, so needed. And when we think about our young teenage girls growing up today with today's pressures uh, when we think about what they're experiencing in schools, what they're experiencing about their lives, what they're experiencing about what they learn from the pop culture, uh, you know, you can you can kind of look at this and say, how do they ever make it past being teenagers? Well, I have a very special guest today to talk about what he has discovered, and more importantly, the triple bind, saving our teenage girls from today's pressures with guest, uh, my special guest today, Dr. Steve Hinshaw. And, you know, this is a conversation from someone who's been a recognized psychologist and researcher. Uh, he's worked with teens for more than 10 years. He's worked on a long-term study with adolescent girls. And today we're going to talk about what he has found and what is it that is so disturbing about the stresses that affect girls of all ages. Uh, and just a little information so you know, I'm so thrilled to have Dr. Dr. Stephen Henshaw joining us here today, professor and chair of the Department of Psychology at the University of California, Berkeley, internationally recognized psychologist and researcher uh, whose work on troubled children has received amazing media attention, articles, you name it, he's been there in the Washington Post, the Boston Globe. He's been on NBC Nightly News, ABC World News Tonight, CNN, USA Today, and on the Today Show. He's joining us here on the Dr. Pat Show because this is a seriously important conversation, and many people believe there's not much we can do about it. Well, that's not what today's show is about. Today's show is about solutions and finding out what's going on. Thank you, Dr. Hinchard. Thank you so much for joining us today. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me on. Big conversation, uh, growing pressure and stresses, and this is not going to get any better, is it? 
Well, I mean, here's the paradox. It's the best time in history to be a girl or a young wo woman compared to my generation. No kidding. A few decades ago, 57% <laughs> of college grads are now young women. Half of all law school and med school admissions go to women. Athletic scholarships, unheard of in my day for girls, are now commonplace thanks to Title IX. So the first question is, well, what's the problem? I thought girls were doing great. Well, they are, but. And the but is, because of these pressures we'll be talking about and what to do about them, there's a hidden crisis. And the crisis is that by the age of 19, 25%, one girl in four in the United States, will have experienced a major depression, made a suicide attempt, exhibited cutting behavior, or exhibited signs of binge eating or an eating disorder. It's an unacceptably high rate of hidden mental health costs that are accompanying the pressures that go along with these unprecedented successes that girls and young women are experiencing at the same time. Well, and, and this is really the conversation. I mean, it is paradoxical at, at a lot of different levels. It's also uh, one of the most, uh, how should I say, the most connected times in our history. Right. You can connect on the Internet. You can connect on your cell phone. You know, you can connect just about anywhere you are where there is some kind of digital signal or signal period. It is the most socially attractive time that I can recall ever when we think about the reach we have. How does this affect young girls? Well, it's a double-edged sword. We can't put the genie back in the bottle. We're in the Internet Plus era, and it's allowed unprecedented connections, as you've just said. On the other hand, the media images that are out there that are all too often sexualizing and sexually objectifying even young girls the amplification of what was said back in second period, now the email replay broadcast to many people. The inability to turn off the cyber culture and Facebook and MySpace ever. This relentless barrage of being confronted with what was said and how you're supposed to look can really only magnify pressures that our, our teenage daughters are facing. So. It's like many other technological advances. They're inherently good and inherently bad. It's, it's how we use them and, as we'll talk about, how we educate our daughters about what the media are really telling us and how to, how to have them empower rather than overtake their lives. And this is really kind of, you know, at, at, at the center of this in a lot of ways. And I think what would be great for us to do right now, uh, Dr. Henshaw, is to, to give our listeners an idea of what we mean when we say the triple bind. So, right, this great time to be a girl, but at the same time, what are the messages girls are receiving? So the first arm of the triple bind is girls are still socialized to be the nice, caregivers, the ones who take care of everybody else. And some of this is nature, not nurture. If you show two-year-old kids film clips of people in distress, girls pay more attention. They're more empathic from an early age. And we continue to raise our daughters to be the ones to take care of the next generation. So that's nothing new. Mm -hmm. But at the second point here, we've got to raise our daughters now to be the top of the class and the best athlete. 
So one of the uh, maybe cutesier lines of the triple bind is, how do you be best friends forever and at the top of your class? That's a bind right there. Hard to be at the same moment a caregiver and relentlessly pursuing your own aims. Now, that's not brand new. For the last 30 years or so, girls have been socialized to be quite strong and competitive and at the same time nurturing. But that double bind is now met in the last 10 years by, in many ways, the trickiest aspect, the third arm of the triple bind. Girls need to do this effortlessly with the pressures mounting ever harder. And at the same time, they need to do so with an either ultra-feminized or ultra-sexualized look. So you can't only, you don't only need to be nurturing and competitive, but you've got to be relentlessly sexy and hot with these media images of teen girls and young women ever thinner, ever looking like younger and younger girls, and young girls through beauty pageants and day spas and media images being made to look hyper-mature early, this is a really confusing set of impossible messages. And what girls tell us and what the statistics show is that too many are succumbing to this pressure of having to be relentlessly perfect all the time and self-destructive behaviors, depression, suicide, cutting, binge eating, other signs of eating disorders are at an all-time high. And, you know, what you're talking about is so ever-increasingly uh, 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 perplexing at so many levels, Dr. Henshaw. What you really are talking about is a dilemma that I, I uh, if it weren't for the, the study and the work that you were doing, we probably wouldn't be able to scratch the surface on this because I think we sort of get a silhouette, so to speak, of what's happening with young girls. Yeah. And it's so perplexing for the girls and then even more perplexing for the parents that the parents don't have a clue. Or maybe they do. I don't know. Do they? Well, it's, it's a good question. Parents know that, and even when the triple bind was being finished, in terms of its final drafts about a year ago, mm -hmm. we didn't have the economic downturn then that we do now. Harder and harder to get into the top colleges. The average, grade point average, for freshmen at UC Berkeley is above a 4.0. It's a 4.15, meaning that you not only have to have straight A's but advanced placement, five on a four-point scale as well. Jobs are being outsourced, tougher and tougher to make ends meet. So families want their daughters as well as their sons now to do well. Families don't know what to make of this sort of media barrage that wasn't part of their generation. And we want our daughters to be attractive, but now it's not just being attractive, even the alternative role models. So girls can be athletes now, which is great. But who are our top tennis players? They're fashion models on the side. Danica Patrick, the Indy 500 race car driver, poses for Playboy. It's not only that you're competitive and athletic, but you've got to be super sexualized at the same time. This set of pressures is impossible to face in a rational, healthy way, and too many girls are taking it out on themselves, thinking, I can't succeed, I can't do it all, 
I can't really talk about it because I don't even know what these pressures are. And self-destructive behaviors are a very unfortunate result. Well, and, you know, this is really part of, a, you know, the conversation I think that, that you've brought to the table uh, when, when you decided to uh, shine a light on the triple bind. I mean, it is, it is this being bombarded with messages from all over. Everything from, you know, Miley Cyrus deciding to pose what some people call uh, a little sexually explicit. Yeah. in a magazine. I mean, what that does, does that shatter the myth or does that actually say to young girls, I'm Miley Cyrus, Cyrus and, you know, I, I can be sexual too. I mean, is it that we've put so many restrictions around what a girl should be so that we cannot allow for for girls to step into their own identity and power or is it because we're taking sexualization, and not just that. I mean, certain other value systems of what it means to be perfect in our pop culture. I mean, which is it, or is it a combination? Yeah, I think it's an interesting mix here. What are the tasks of adolescence? Finding an identity, finding out about your body and intimacy, both psychological and spiritual and physical intimacy. I mean, these are, these are big tasks. But doing so, if you can never fail, the girls we interviewed for the triple bind would say things like, I never speak up in my high school class. What do you mean? You don't talk in class? Well, if in the discussion I don't have the right answer the first time, I'm graded down on participation. This is promoting a kind of almost parody of achievement where you've got to know the right answer first time, every time. That's not learning. That's not self-discovery. And similarly, if you're being made to be a sexual object, not even as a teen but as a preteen, before you really know what intimacy is and before you've discovered your body, then you're going through the motions of being a sexual being or person not really discovering through the teen years uh, what that empowering set of experiences could be. So it's that these images in the media and this relentless pressure to be perfect first time, every time, it's not promoting an identity, it's really taking away an identity, almost creating a false self that if you haven't met these impossible expectations, you must be failing and now you're going to take it out on yourself. It's, it's almost like we don't know uh, you, you know, people say the bar is set very high. It's almost like we don't know. We don't even know what the bar is. And, that's, and, and this is what the girls tell us. My own longitudinal studies of girls with attention deficit disorder, following them into adolescence and adulthood, we're seeing that they're at higher risk for adolescent and young adult problems than boys with attention deficit disorder. And even if you don't have ADD or ADHD. As you go into adolescence as a girl, you're, you're entering this new, exciting world. You're entering it at an ever earlier age. A hundred years ago, the average girl hit puberty at about 14 and a half. It's now just over 12. And for many girls at 9, 10, or 11, adolescence is starting earlier. Pressures to get into the right school have a million extracurriculars, whether you're committed to them or not have a certain very hot look are hitting them at such an early age that it's not as though there's a real what would the right term be a real owning of this 
it's going through the motions of achieving for the sake of achievement rather than self-discovering. If I want to know who I am as a teen, if I want to know whom I want to be, I've got to try new things out. I've got to fall on my face, make mistakes. That's how I self-discover. But the girls we talk to for the triple bind say, again, I don't speak up. If I'm not right the first time, I've somehow failed. I'll take it out on myself. So we're promoting a relentlessness of the pursuit of perfection that doesn't allow for identity formation, whether that's academic identity, social identity, or sexual identity, and it's causing girls to internalize and wonder where they've gone wrong. And, and you know, it, and this is really what I wanted to, to also speak with you about, because when you decided to write the triple bind, when you decided to take the, you know, the, the work that you had done for a decade pretty much and, and put it out on the table, um, so that people can not only just look at it and understand it, but I, I, I think you're, you're really out there for a call to action. I mean, exactly this is more than just you and I chit-chatting about this, right? It is, and so I have several levels of investment in this. I'm a researcher. I've been interested in helping kids and families for a long time, but I also myself grew up in a family with very serious mental illness. Mm-hmm. My father was away for periods of time, up to a year. Uh, when my sister and I were little, all we were told is, is that Daddy was resting. He was somewhere else. What we didn't know is that under doctor's orders, he was told, never tell your children about mental illness they can't understand. Keep silent. So he was in mental hospitals at this time. People thought he had schizophrenia. It turned out he had bipolar illness. I helped diagnose him years later when I started to know more. Kids know when something isn't right. If we keep and enforce silence, if we don't talk about the problems along with the promise, kids are likely to blame themselves, exhibit self-harmful behaviors. So part of my mission, if you will, is to study and do the right science, but also spread the word. And again, this is a great time undoubtedly the best time in history to be a teenage girl, but it's a time of ultra-high risk with these devastating statistics we've been talking about. The first thing we have to do is talk about it, acknowledge it, and then we can deal with it, get help for girls who need help. And as as we talk about in the triple bind, find ways to promote self-discovery, not just road achievement, and connect with a wider world of volunteering, helping others, maybe that'll take away this relentless mirror of self-reflection too often is the triple bind. And this is really a big conversation. I, I want to mention for everyone tuning in that I am so thrilled that uh, we're having this conversation. As I mentioned earlier in the show, um, I am. Uh, this is a big conversation, and I've got the I've got the right person here to talk about. Dr. Stephen Hinshaw is joining me here today, uh, professor and chair, Department of Psychology, University of California, Berkeley. We're talking about the triple bind uh, and saving our teenage girls from today's pressure. When we come back, we're going to be talking about some of those pressures, but also some of the confusing messages that are out there. What the heck is up with Rihanna and Chris Brown anyway? And how does Dr. Henshaw see that as playing into the triple bind? We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Top radio to thrive by.
of mankind's diseases are part of history, but few realize it at this time. A simple, inexpensive mineral supplement has the potential to change your life and your health. Go to thedrpatshow.com and listen to the interview with Jim Humble and Dennis Richard and learn the secrets of why your health is your choice. MMS, the miracle mineral supplement of the 21st century, can be purchased at mmsdr.com or call 760-536-6123. That's mmsdr.com. Is Egypt calling you? Join Dr. Friedemann Schaub, Danielle Rama Hoffman, and world-renowned harpist Peter Sterling for a sacred sound journey to Egypt, February 2009. Picture yourself meditating to magical harp music inside the Great Pyramid, luxuriating on a Nile cruise, and exploring sacred temples in private visits for travel that expands your consciousness and opens your heart. Call 866-903-6463 or visit Egypt is Calling. Hey, Benny, Dr. Pat's looking pretty good lately, don't you think? Yeah, you know what? I noticed that, too. Maybe she's got some new makeup. Nope, it's the ageless secret she's been using. It's an all-natural, organic, energetic cosmetic that's stronger than gravity. They say people that start using it look younger while they're getting older. It's made with purified water and special ingredients, including trace minerals, aloe, and MSM. Ageless Secret. Do you think I should start using it? Sure. Why not? And get me some, too. Hey, guys. I heard you talking about the Ageless Secret. You've got to try it. Just a few sprays of the likeness, and my face feels tighter and smoother. The longer I've been using it, the better my results have become. You're going to absolutely love it. So go to agelesssecret.com or call 888-424-4247. That's agelesssecret.com or give them a shout at 888-424-4247 and get some now. What does HealthyLife.net and Amazon.com have in common? Well, they're both available on the Internet. They both give great value. But most important, most of our positive program hosts and guests are accomplished authors. And their books are available from, you got it, Amazon.com. Now it even gets better than that. Because when you're listening on air to a HealthyLife.net host or guest, you can go directly to Amazon.com and you can order your book while you're still listening to your favorite HealthyLife.net program. So when you hear an author you like, go to the homepage of HealthyLife.net and click on Amazon.com. You're listening to CHSR Real Radio on the web. Yeah, there we go, everybody. I'll tell you, this is such an important conversation. Uh, whether you uh, have a young girl or you are planning to have children or you were one of these uh, or still are, one of these amazing young girls that are growing up in a society that has expectations beyond anything you can even imagine, cultural trends, conflicting messages, and joining me today, psychologist and researcher Dr. Stephen Hinshaw calls this the triple bind. And, uh, you know, this is, uh, Dr. Hinshaw, thank you for joining us so, uh, for this on the show today. I mean, this is, we could have been pulling this right out of the headlines for today's show. In a lot of different ways. I mean, I think it kind of started, and we kind of got a glimpse of this uh, from the Joan uh, Bonet story. Right. Uh, I think we sort of got a glimpse of it, but, boy, we so didn't want to believe that that was the norm, that there are families around that, that really do look at their children like that. And now we could have ripped this right out of the headlines with Chris Brown and Rihanna. 
uh, and, and, and what it is we're trying to get done, how we grow up in this society, and what the messages are. But clearly I want to ask you, because this is one of, I believe, one of the most serious messages we have out there today, that physical abuse is okay. And I don't know what we do with that. Well, physical and sexual abuse, these are still major risk factors for problems later on. And we know that depression, suicide, binge eating, cutting, these don't come out of the blue. There are some elements and aspects of the population who have some genetic risk for these conditions. We also know that if you've experienced early maltreatment, that ups the risk for these conditions. The triple bind, one of the metaphors in the book is that, of course I'm not advocating this as any kind of ethical experiment, but what if we put a room full of teenage girls into a sealed space and pumped in, piped in tobacco smoke. Let them sit there for 12 hours. Well, those with genetic vulnerabilities to lung cancer, emphysema, would be the first to succumb sometime later. But all girls would suffer with red eyes and distress. So if the triple bind isn't smoke, but it's a toxic culture, those girls with vulnerabilities or family histories for depression and other problems will be the first to show serious problems later, but the ante is raised for everyone to be distressed and to suffer. So when we look at what's going on with current stars, when we look at the ever earlier age of sexualization, when we realize maybe one of the saddest statistics in the triple bind of all, even before the teenage years, National surveys of third-grade girls in the United States. 60% are worried about their weight, and over a third are actively dieting. Third-graders. These are messages the kids are receiving to have a certain look, even before the teen years. It's unacceptable. Now, not all of those 60% will go on to develop serious eating disorders a few years later, but the whole society is at risk for trying to look impossibly perfect and if a girl being a caregiver and being super competitive one's body and one's spirit literally can't do that something has to give and it's often too often the mental health of our daughters that's giving way well and you know how do we know where are the signs this is what i get asked all the time i get call-ins on the show and people are saying i didn't know that that was going on with my my child because you know what it looks like Everything we see on television. It looks like everybody else. Yeah. And she's not talking about it. And so this is where communication is so important. The teen years are not inevitably tumultuous, but for lots of teens, hormones surge, peer groups more important than parents. You don't want to be caught dead being seen with your parents, et cetera, et cetera. But too often beneath the surface, Literally beneath the long sleeve sweatshirts are cut marks, mm-hmm. are the thoughts that life isn't worth living, very difficult to talk with or admit such to parents. Parents should not overreact, but if there are changes in appetite and sleep that are drastic, lack of interest in something that's been a long-standing interest, Erratic behavior, maybe there's some drug use going on, 
lack of motivation for things that were formerly rewarding, talk, ask, get to the bottom of it, and mental health services may be needed. The stereotype is that mental illnesses are hopeless and incurable. In fact, the conditions we're talking about, eating problems, depression, suicidal thinking, self-harm, do respond to treatments, psychotherapy, sometimes medication. They show bigger responses to treatments than heart and lung disease and cancer due to their treatment. They're not necessarily curable, but they're treatable if we recognize, if we talk about it, if we look for warning signs and insist that the whole family gets help. That's what we need to do in these cases. It's really, and what, you know, I think what you're talking about is a conversation. I wanted to ask you, you know, once the conversation gets started, uh, Dr. Henshaw, you know, people kind of get in the group. But it's starting that conversation. I mean, how do we begin this conversation? How do parents begin this conversation? And I think the conversation needs to begin, ideally, way before the teenage years. So even with young kids, young kids are watching media. Media is everywhere. Can you promote some critical thinking? What's the difference between a program and a commercial? Are you trying to be sold something? Do all girls both young girls, teen girls, adult women, have to look that way, that skinny. Get kids to think critically about what they're seeing. Have family conversations, family mealtime conversations. The research continues to show that having meals together is one of the most important things a family can do. It may itself help protect against some of these problems we're talking about. These discussions need to be part of a family's life. Now, when the teenage years are upon a family, how do you find the right balance between, hey, my kid is older now. She needs some independence. I'm not going to pry. I'm not going to read diaries. I'm to, uh, to phone calls. On the other hand, how am I going to keep alert for warning signs? And how am I going to keep up those conversations that we've been having before so that my daughter's not succumbing to relentless pressures there's enough communication that I'm aware that something really not good is occurring and we need some help as a family for this. Oh, this is such an important conversation. Let's take a short break. When we come back, Dr. Stephen Hinshaw, my very special guest today, uh, joining me on the Dr. Pat Show. We're going to be talking about girls, ADD, ADHD, what is it? For more information and to get your copy of the Triple Bind, go to triplebind.com. That's the website, triplebind.com. When we come back, we're going to be talking about ADD, ADHD. What is it? How do we even begin to understand the effect on our young girls? And then what happens? What happens when these girls then become teenagers? What happens? What can we do? What do we need to know? Well, Dr. Stephen Hinshaw joining me here today. He's here to talk about that. We'll be right back with the show. Performance Velocity brings you the Breakthrough Human Performance Formula, ETA equals R, where energy intelligence is the key competency for the successful business leader. Are you ready for this emerging trend? You can ignite leadership, accelerate execution, and deliver peak performance every time. Performance Velocity can help you, your management team, or your company. Call 303-744-2464. Human performance is their business. 303-744-2464. 
Visit PerformanceVelocity.com and start getting results now. Perpco Green. Biodegradable by nature, green by choice. Traditional trash bags stay in our landfills and pollute the earth for over 800 years or more. Perfco Green trash bags disappear naturally within two years and leave nothing harmful behind. Convert your home, school, and business to Perfco Green. Now available at Walgreens, Amazon.com, Office Max, and other local stores. Visit PerfcoGreen.com. That's P-E-R-F, GoGreen.com. Dig deep for the most complete and detailed credit reporting on the planet. It's CreditInvest.com. With CreditInvest.com, you can capture more usable information in less time and at a lower cost than the current industry leaders. So dig deep, but keep your money in your business. For the best credit reporting, visit CreditInvest.com or call 877-577-7573. 877-577-7573 today. Hey, Benny, Dr. Pat's looking pretty good lately, don't you think? Yeah, you know what? I noticed that, too. Maybe she's got some new makeup. Nope, it's the ageless secret she's been using. It's an all-natural, organic, energetic cosmetic that's stronger than gravity. They say people that start using it look younger while they're getting older. It's made with purified water and special ingredients, including trace minerals, aloe, and MSM. Ageless Secret. Do you think I should start using it? Sure. Why not? And get me some, too. Hey, guys. I heard you talking about the Ageless Secret. You've got to try it. Just a few sprays of the light mist and my face feels tighter and smoother. The longer I've been using it, the better my results have become. You're going to absolutely love it. So go to agelesssecret.com or call 888-424-4247. That's agelesssecret.com or give them a shout at 888-424-4247 and get some now. The Bright Side of Talk, HealthyLife.net. Everyone, welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I'm so thrilled Dr. Stephen Hinshaw joining me here today. And he has, uh, wow, he's written The Triple Bind. And, you know, we've talked about what that means. I want to make sure that you have information to go to the website, uh, which is triplebind.com, triplebind.com. Lots of information about the book, about the author, uh, and, and much more. You know, today's conversation is, is a short conversation to try to explain a phenomenon. And, you know, the phenomenon is the, about the, what's happening to our young girls, what they're expected, uh, you know, what skills they're expected to achieve, how they are in some levels be, are, are being asked to compete with young boys, and what does this mean to do all this and still be pretty, to still be uh, uh, perfect, and to still be competitive. How does one carry this torch to the next torchbearer? Um, Dr. Hinshaw, thank you for joining us here today. Before the break, I was I was mentioning we're going to we're going to talk about ADD, ADHD. Uh, but let me ask you: Is there a difference between uh, boys and girls when it comes to both ADD and ADHD? Well, there really is. Let's make a more general statement, which is okay. true: that the conditions of childhood the behavioral, emotional, learning conditions of childhood that start before the age of 10, boys have more of these than girls. Boys are more likely to be autistic than girls. Boys are more likely to have ADHD. Boys are more likely to have serious problems of aggression. And part of this is because girls have 
some built-in protective factors. They socialize more in small groups from the preschool years on. Girls are more verbal than boys from an early age. Girls care more about what adults think and want to please adults. Girls are more compliant. So girls have a lot of built-in protection factors. But here's the catch. Once you hit the teen years, and even more so now because of the pressures of the triple bind, girls quickly multiply their risk for depression, suicide, self-harm, eating problems, and the very factors that protected them when they were three, four, five, six, and seven now become risks for depression. If I'm a very empathic, very verbal girl, and I've got a depressed mother, for example, I may be worried enough about taking care of me, I neglect myself. So things shift around the teenage years. But, but back to your question, yes, girls can get ADHD. We now know that from our own studies and, and some other big ones around the country. But boys are still more likely to get not only ADHD, but autism and aggression. But it's thought too much that girls can never have these conditions. In our large study of girls with ADHD, we found out that they have the same kinds of academic and social problems as boys with ADHD do. But once they mature into adolescence, girls with ADHD develop even more problems than boys with ADHD do. They're at risk for serious depression, for the symptoms of eating disorders, for sexually transmitted diseases. They may even be more likely to initiate substance use and drug abuse at an earlier age than boys. So girls with the risk marker of ADHD, even though it's rarer than in boys, tend to have more problems as they progress. So girls have a double whammy. Uh, they have this condition that's rare for them, and when they have it, the risks really multiply. And all of this kind of, kind of comes together at, at various times in their development. I mean... We're not simply talking about something that happens when someone's five, six, or seven years old. We're really talking about, you know, the, how this, or ADD, ADHD for girls, how this sort of becomes a pattern uh, that carries them forward throughout their entire life, such as the triple bind does, correct? Right. So ADHD isn't the same as the triple bind. In fact, the reason why some kids have ADHD and, and most don't well, largely genetic reasons. ADHD is in our genes more than depression is, even more than schizophrenia is. Genes really play a big role in determining why some people pay really good attention and some people are more scattered. But if you're a girl with this difficulty focusing, problems in school, problems reading social cues and getting along with peers, that makes you really different from other girls who are usually pretty together in those domains. So if you're a girl with ADHD, as I just said, you may be even at greater risk than a boy with ADHD for a whole set of problems, often self-destructive problems, once adolescence rolls around. Where do we go with the, you know, with the solution to this? What can we do? What can parents know? What can family know? I mean, what kind of support, especially if we have a, a girl in this situation, are they more likely to be influenced by what goes on in the pop culture, by the need for approval? Well, girls, on average more than boys, are concerned with what others think. 
tend to be in some ways more compliant in doing what is expected of them, which may well make them more susceptible to media influence. So but let's get to this general question of what can we do. Okay. Number one, we have to recognize that as well as being the best time in history to be a girl, the risk is very high right now that there are mental health problems that accompany these relentless pressures of the triple bind. If we talk about them, if we recognize that there's a darker side to this time of opportunity and success, maybe we'll be able to recognize the symptoms early enough to get our girls into treatment. And maybe as a society, we won't sweep this under the rug. Number two, if part of the problem of the triple bind is complying with and adhering to this ever narrower set of standards for perfect straight A's, perfect bodies, perfect look, yet being a caregiver too. Boy, this is uh, this is pushing perfection at all costs. The girls that we talked about who said, I'll never speak up in class because I'll get graded down for not having the right answer and participation. The second thing we need to do is promote self-discovery. If I'm going to know who I am, whom I really want to be as a learner, as a sexual being, as somebody with a place in society, I'm going to have to try out different avenues, sometimes fall on my face and make mistakes. Self-discovery means learning for the sake of forming an identity, not learning for the rote sake of learning. Well, we're going we're gonna to talk about this when we come back, and we're going to take care of uh, the bigger conversation, which is what can we do, how can we help our young girls be the best that they can be? How can we, as adults, help shape and craft uh, this amazing, amazing discovery process for our young women? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. My very special guest joining me here today, Dr. Stephen Henshaw. We'll be right back. What better way to jumpstart your transformation than to cut out sugar? Hi, I'm Kat James, and I emphasize low glycemic foods at my Total Transformation programs. But I used to serve vegetable drinks from a juicer, not knowing that because juicing removes fiber, I was actually serving high glycemic drinks. Then I switched to making whole juice in a Vitamix 5200. Unlike juicers, my Vitamix saves the precious fiber and makes a lower glycemic drink. And unlike a blender, it releases hidden nutrition from deep within the cell walls of fresh produce. Best of all, in these frugal times, I now use about one-tenth the produce and about one-tenth the effort of juicing. For a family, a Vitamix that makes instant soups, sugar-free ice cream, sauces, and drinks pays for itself fast, both in cost and in health. Call 1-800-VITAMIX to jumpstart your transformation and use code CATJAMES for free shipping, plus bonus recipes from my programs, including my Beauty Detox Elixir. That's 1-800-VITAMIX or visit Vitamix.com. Stop surviving. Start living. This is the year to bring your practice and your patients to the next level. Come to the workshop that can help you transform your practice and your life. See how beliefs affect our bodies and learn specific techniques for creating optimal health. Sponsored by the Institute of Healing Arts and Sciences. This workshop will help you do all of this and more. Register now for Merging Alternative and Traditional Therapies April 11th through the 13th in Hartford, Connecticut. Call 866-303-HEAL. 
Hey, Carol, looks like you haven't been sleeping well lately. Yeah, Dr. Pat, I'm really upset about losing so much of our retirement fund due to the market. Do you have any ideas? Let me tell you about my friend Tom. He told me to put my money in an index universal life retirement plan. It protects me from market loss, disability, increased taxes, litigation, and the financial upset of premature death. That sounds like a smart plan. How do I reach him? Call Tom, Tom Leota at WeExcel Financial, 888-252-3083, or his website, Debt freemca.com a good life is essential and that's why i listen to healthylife.net and for nutritional support for me and my family my business goes to healthylife.net affiliate gnc live well it's the trusted name in the vitamin and supplement industry and that's essential when you're the one responsible for your good health and the well-being of your family gnc live well has a multitude of convenient locations near you and is always open on the internet at gnc.com gnc live well the name says it all. Earth-friendly radio, HealthyLife.net. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I'm so thrilled. I'm so thrilled to be able to introduce you to Dr. Stephen Inshaw. Of course, the book is called A Triple Bind. Triplebind.com is the website. And we're talking about um, our young girls. And we're talking about them being susceptible to the triple bind. But more importantly, this segment is about how we can help them be successful. Dr. Hinshaw, thank you for joining us here today. I mean, we've been talking about some of the dilemmas, some of the the challenges, and I wanted to ask you um, if we could talk about what some of the keys for success are right now. I mean, given we've got the pop culture, given that, you know, everybody thinks they're a pussycat doll here growing up or whatever the icon is of the day, you know, how do we provide a solution that will enable these young women to excel? Right. I'm really glad you asked. And we've been talking about this on and off before the break. So let me see if I can summarize with with a few key points. Number one, let's help our daughters, of course our sons for that matter too, think critically. Challenge the commercials, the media images, the shows that are out there. Does every girl really have to look like that? Can I mean, look at the TV shows now. Girls are, young women are, training to be surgeons. I mean, this didn't happen in my day. Back in my day, it was Ben Casey and all the male doctors. But they're doing so having to look like models. They're being played by models. Every third night as a surgical resident in a hospital, how can you do that, be out on a date, wear lingerie, look uh, relentlessly hot? This is physically impossible. And let's help our kids think critically about the images they're seeing. It's great that we're seeing shows about women being doctors and surgeons, but there's some unrealism about how this is done. So critical thinking. Number two, self-discovery. As I said right before the break, if we want to help our teenage daughters develop a sense of identity, they're going to have to try out different ideas, not always succeed, not always have the right answer. One of the sad interview findings from the triple bind was that too many teen girls told us, I don't speak up in class. I get graded down for participation if I don't have the right answer the first time. That's not teaching self-discovery. 
that's promoting the kind of learning that's knowing the rote right answer. We can slow down a little bit. We can take our time to help our teenage kids figure out who they are. So number three, we've got to talk about and recognize the mental health problems that unfortunately accompany this time of great opportunity. And if we deal with the fact that there can be negatives as well as positives, we might be able to get at the early warning signs and get kids into treatment when they need it. Number four, maybe most important of all, if we want to prevent this relentless set of messages that's the triple bind that are creating these impossible pressures to succeed, impossible pressures to look a certain way, it's as though the triple bind is a kind of relentless mirror where girls are gazing inward and saying, I, I have to be and look a certain way, I can't do this right. How can we take down the mirror? Well, we've got to promote focus outside oneself. There's a lot of issues in society with the economic downturn. These, these are rampant. Volunteer work, wider sense of community, sense of purpose, families discussing beyond looks, beyond achievement, beyond success, what can be done in the world. This kind of community, volunteerism, connection with a wider sense of purpose may be the antidote to the triple bind because it helps all of us and our teenage daughters especially stop this sort of relentless mirror gaze and connect with a wider sense of purpose in the world. Mm -hmm. I, I have a question that just came in um, over our Dr. Pacho instant message and I, I wanted to ask this to you as someone who's listening to the show. Uh, uh, and, and here's the question. I think you and I, Dr. Henshaw, have been talking about it, and I want to thank you for providing an outline of, of really the, the excitement of what some people call some of the most creative people we have right now growing up. So the question is, how do you manage an adult uh, when she has trouble getting, uh, getting along and not getting along but having expectations with those others and wants to be accepted? And when that doesn't happen, the, the depression kicks in. She wants to be rescued by her family. When not successful, how do you how do you pickily uh, when most of the time she's thinking negatively? And and this is a young woman now. I would say in her uh, 20, 20 years old, uh, ADD, ADHD. Yeah. What kind of treatment? What do you do? That, well, well is, that's exactly what we're talking that's about, exactly isn't it? Exactly what we're talking about, and of course. Hearing just a brief snippet like this, I can't make a treatment recommendation per right. se, but I can talk about some general issues. ADD, ADHD, as a, sort of an undergirding here, typically means that as a child, an adolescent, now young adult, there's problems in decision making, a lack of focus, sometimes some impulse control issues. So that, that makes it all the more difficult to keep a consistent straight set of messages going on inside one's head. Second, young adults with ADHD are often slower to get independent and to fully mature than others because they've had troubles with school, troubles in the peer group, decision-making, planning don't come easily. So my guess is that continued support around the ADD issues, maybe that's medication treatment, maybe that's coaching or some therapy to really help with planning skills but at the same time it sounds as though there's depression that's kicking in here too and there's an attempt made and things don't go well and a kind of 
falling apart and a withdrawing into some despair and depression, if there's clinical depression, that needs treatment. Depression tends to be recurrent and cyclic. Having a major depression predicts having more later in life. That might need treatment just as much as the underlying ADHD now. But I think I also hear from this message, how do we promote independence and not let her still be too dependent? This is the family struggle around young adults with some of these conditions and problems. Let the young adult know you're behind them. Also push gently but firmly toward independence, but get help for the serious ADHD and depression problems that might be at the root here. Uh, boy, you've just summarized this, and boy, I'm getting my my, my board here is lighting up. Very true, very true, very true, very true, very true. I mean, obviously, we're talking about something um, that is striking a chord. It's touching Let's, the nerve. This is going on everywhere. There's no doubt about it. Oh my goodness. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to get a personal message from my very special guest today, Dr. Stephen Henshaw. We'll be right back. Are you going through a divorce? FreshStartAfterDivorce.com has been created to support you during and after divorce. It's packed with resources, articles, and tips from experts nationwide. As a business personal coach who specializes in divorce and founder of the National Association of Divorce for Women and Children, Joni Winberg's mission is to provide the support and encouragement you need to move your life forward. You don't have to face this challenging time alone. Go to FreshStartAfterDivorce.com. In 1972, Sir Le Table opened in Seattle, selling hard-to-find kitchen items, and now they have 55 stores nationwide, offering kitchen tools from around the world to prepare any cuisine. Sir Le Table has a full range of houseware and kitchen products, even books and food. Visit a Sir Le Table store, or better yet, for faster service, go to the HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on Sir Le Table. With the best products, gift cards, and sale items, you can be on your way to being a first-class cook right now. If you're in Southern California, you might want to consider HealthyLife.net Radio for advertising. We have 18 hosts that have shows with loyal listeners just in Southern California. That means you get local advertising and the world for the same affordable price. With packages for every budget, you can't afford not to let that economic sun shine in for your business. Call now, 800-555-5453. That's 800-555-5453. Information, entertainment, Worldwide, HealthyLife.net. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. And, boy, I'll tell you, if you want to find out more information about the Triple Mind, go to the website, triplemind.com. My very special guest today, Dr. Henshaw, joining me here, the author of the book, and also much more, taking a powerful message out into the world. Dr. Henshaw, thank you for joining us here today. In this short time we have left, I'd love to know or have you share your personal message for all of us listening today. Well, there's a lot of things I could say, but I'll emphasize that I grew up in a home with very serious mental illness. My father's, what was thought to be schizophrenia, turned out to be bipolar illness, was hidden from us when we were kids, even when he would be away for up to a year at a time. 
because the doctor said never tell your children about mental illness they can't understand. I'm not suggesting that kids get exposed to trauma. That's not the point. But that we have to recognize and talk about mental health problems at the same time that we recognize unprecedented successes for girls these days. And if we can deal with it, if we can acknowledge, if we can get help, we can also provide a set of encouraging messages for all kids out there. So my career as a scientist and clinician and teacher and writer is really dedicated to helping families overcome silence, dealing with the issues we need to deal with. So, so that would be my brief summation. Well, thank you for joining me here today. Very, very powerful show. And for more information about the work of Dr. Henshaw and the book, please visit triplebind.com. And, you know, for all of us here at the Dr. Pat Show, this is a message of hope in action. And that's why we have invited Dr. Henshaw here. You've heard a lot of things today, and I know you relate to them. But remember in the message there's a solution. And the solution is something that's available to you. So thank you all for tuning in. Dr. Henshaw, thank you for joining us today. I really appreciate your having me on. Well, everyone, until next week, remember that you hold the key to the door to unlimited possibilities. Remember, put that key in and turn the handle. It's already there. We'll see you next week.